0: Finally, finally. Yes, I can't complain, and I'm not complaining. But, golly, it was so windy. Was it yesterday? It was so windy it made my cheeks hurt. Oh, I love Cold that. Cold and windy. Oh, I like that for just short amount of time, and I'm lucky to be able to go into somewhere warm. I know. And not have to, not have to be out in it. Yeah, I don't have to work. Imagine if you had to be out in would it. Would have been Ooh. bad. Digging ditches or whatever. I'm yeah. Do. This time of year, I always think about you know, dreaming and kind of cuddled into a house somewhere. yeah. And yeah. I was thinking about when I was a kid, you know, I asked you about your first memory. Uh-huh. I was going to tell you mine was, I think I was a toddler because I remember where I lived uh, or where we all lived is what I should mm-hmm. say. It was over by a lake and I think we didn't move from there until I was four. Huh. So it was a dream. And in the dream, we were living there, and the back door to the mobile home that we were living in Mm -hmm. opened up, and a great big giant owl flew right into the place, and that was my dream. And I remember that dream, and then I guess it was maybe the next day, and I might ask my mom to verify it. I think it was the next day my great-uncle died yeah and Uh, so that was a portent i believe absolutely because we uh, we always believe a live bird in the house is a sign of an imminent death and a dreaming about it yeah as well and so i do remember live birds in the house were not encouraged in any way no well i mean if you had a bird in a cage like if you had a a canary or a parakeet or something My I grew up and my mother always had caged birds. She had a minor bird for a while and Mm. had canaries. And I'm I'm thinking I'd like to have a canary. Canaries have a nice comforting sound. Yeah, and they're and they're fun. Mm -hmm. I had birds years ago. I had a couple of those little finches. Yeah, and they were always peep 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 and moving around and stuff. Of course, the female wanted to breed all the time, (laughs) and we heard this squawking one day and went out to went to look at the cage. As she was holding him, he had come off the perch and she was holding him. <laughs> and he was just flapping, like, Let me go, let me go. She's like, We are going to make eggs, buddy. It's, it's what we're doing. It's called nesting, you know, <laughs> for a reason. So, yeah. Birds so, are important in, in oh potents and omens and stuff. They really are. And I've written about and talked about. The crows bring bringing messages. They do, and uh, and I feel very strongly about that. And, you know, we're blessed here with the crows that that are featured on this very podcast. Every time I say a very bad word, <laughs> our good friend Craig will cover that kindly. Thank you, sir. Thank you, With a lovely crow call, <laughs> then we've got we've got three of them yep consistently stay here. Yep. Cl- fairly close, I think. I think so, too. Most every time I go out, they're here. Yeah, and I think they nest back in the woods there. I'm good with that. But I, I love watching them hang out across mm-hmm. the across the road there. Well, you know what's interesting to me is since we've started this podcast, we've had some folks who've contacted us and kind of related to some of the stories and stuff yeah. like that, which is nice. But I'm really curious about what other folks... Mythology, their family mythology, or their tradition in dreams and birds are. Oh, yeah, so if they let had us know. Any, you know. Like superstitions about them, or yeah. just what does it mean in a dream if you see a bird and so on yeah, and so Yeah, or if you've had the experience of a bird came in the house and then. Soon after somebody died, yeah, that would be interesting to know. So, come on our Facebook page or whatever, and let us know if you had that experience. We'd love to. We'd love to hear your stories. Let me tell you a story. All right. There was a friend of mine who came here to the little house, and he's a he, and he's got kind of a. Um, a, a worried personality, kind of a oh. nervous personality. Is he high strung? A little bit, but he's huh. a beautiful person, an incredibly intelligent guy. And sometimes I think people who are a little high strung are just sensitive and they don't know what it is yeah that they're experiencing so it makes them a little bit on edge. Well, so he came in here and by mistake he, he touched the altar. And he mentioned it to me the next day, and I said, well, were you disrespectful? No, he wasn't, blah, blah, blah. But I could tell it meant something to him. He drove back to his home after visiting, and this would have been, he drove about two hours to get home. Mm. And as he was pulling into the driveway, he pulls in, he sees his home, and he sees this black thing dangling from his roof. Oh, my gosh. And there was a dead... Crow, giant crow dangling from like a, oh. a corner from his roof just oh. hanging down from his house. Wigged him completely <laughs> out. And of course all I'm thinking is oh no it got its claw caught somewhere. It got something caught. In the him. brick or whatever it and did. then it couldn't get free. I Aww. actually think he told me it was his beak. And it was laying down like this, spread out. And he thought, oh no, this was an omen (laughs) from because he touched the altar. Because he touched the altar. Yeah. It is a little bit of a scary altar, I think, if you're not used to it. Really? Yeah, I think people think it's a little. Well, you know. It's got knives and stuff on it. And bones. Bones. Skulls. I think it's beautiful. I I love taking photographs of that altar. I've got a little uh, carved fish there that uh, um, an Inuit man did when I was at an interfaith gathering. And he gave one to everybody, and that was the one I got to keep. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful altar. I should take a picture and put it up. Uh, My point in that was to say, okay, that's what happened to this one guy. Do you remember what happened happened when the other fellow came and visited? (laughs) Well, the thing about... This little old farmstead, this little cottage up here on Weird Mountain, is that it's a little weird. It's and people come in here and their first thought is, oh, it's like a lovely little granny house. And then they're like, uh, these aren't the grannies no. I was thinking of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> these are not the grannies you were looking for. <laughs> they're a different kind of granny. Yeah. It's uh, Yeah. Well, I believe that. What happened with that fella had to do with protective magic. Oh, I do too, because mm. I've got wards set all up. You do too, wards yeah, set all, all over, over the moves. property. Yeah. Well, he and he was uh, for those of y'all who don't know the story, he had come in to visit. We had about two or three people who were here visiting, and this fellow was kind of on the outskirts of the friends list. He was a friend of one of the friends, and didn't care to sit and have the conversation with us, and he asked if it would be okay if he could walk around in the backyard and just look at the property. And I said, yes, that's fine. And he, you know, ex-Marine that he is, came back in shortly afterwards and really insisted that he and his friends leave right then. And we found out later on that it was because he somehow had the feeling walking around on the property that he was not supposed to be there, he was not welcome there, and that there was nothing alive on the property. He said he watched a bird fly towards the property and then veer away from the property, and that was his final, you know, sign that he needed to get the hell away. He said he didn't (laughs) even see any ants on the ground or anything, and I just thought that was amazing because... This property is alive with things. Oh my gosh! Well, you and I were sitting on the porch, and a deer came by. We know there's two deer, or one a, or two. One deer. or two, and there's a bear in the woods, and, and raccoons, and, 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 and all those turkeys. All those turkeys. And this place is more and bastards. Yes. Yeah, so. There's a groundhog living in the basement, and a yep. five foot black snake, and but he couldn't yep. feel any of that. There was he nothing kno- alive he here. No, he just got nervous. Well, that's good, then and he didn't need to be here. That's right. He wasn't supposed yep. to be here. That was his his sigil, his his omen. Yep. Yeah. Telling him to get out. That was his sign. Yeah. So. There's your sign. Did y'all ever put anything on the outside of your house to protect your house? Not when I was growing up. No. I but, mean, I do that regularly, but not when i it was not a traditional thing when i was growing up uh i mean there was no i take that back we had the horseshoe over the front door and also you know it has to be shaped like a u so that your good luck doesn't run out and uh and we had something on the side of the barn some kind of skin for one thing but then we had something else on the barn i can't i can't right now recall what it was yeah i'm kind of in that place too mentally right now it's late afternoon yeah yeah. we've been kind of going through our file cabinet of memories about the farmhouse here and stuff so anyway that was a story it happened it's a true story (laughs) it is it is that i still am kind of surprised by that because it is yeah because it's so lively this whole property is so lively everybody who comes here usually comes. he's the only person i've ever met who actually had a problem with it, except for the first guy that I was telling you about. He doesn't have a problem with here. He just thought he did something wrong. (laughs) He's got a little bit of a Catholic background, and so maybe the guilt thing kind of spilt over. I don't know. Well, because it does look like—it doesn't look like a display. The altar doesn't look like a display of interesting things. It looks like it has intention behind it. Because it does. Yeah, well, yeah. How many mason jars— do you have in your collection? <laughs> well, I, I'm embarrassed to tell you that it's too cold today to go outside and get the six new mason jars <laughs> I got yesterday. Because oh. a friend of mine out in Silva, she had she has bees, and she had had these big half-gallon mason jars for honey. Well, the bees aren't doing so well, and she's pretty sure she's not going to ever have that much honey again. Yeah. And she was thinking about just putting them you know putting them in the to to be recycled and then she thought well no maybe somebody could use them so she put it on Facebook and who's the first person that responds is like well if you don't find anybody closer that needs them I can always use some mason jars like a fool like a damn fool (laughs) so she said well I'm going I'm going to be in Asheville tomorrow why don't we meet up so we had some coffee yesterday morning and she handed me a Bag of six mason jars, half gallon mason half jars. Half gallon mason That's jars. That's awesome. They're you can good do some They're, stuff with that. They now. are so good for our tea. so good and if you've got a whole bunch of people coming fits in the refrigerator well not this refrigerator but a regular refrigerator (laughs) fits in just perfectly i just love them and they're pricey so when you go out to buy them they're not cheap i have never bought a a half gallon mason jar yeah i've got well i've got a bunch i've got more than i really need that i probably will ever use but i love them and i'm not going to turn them down you know they say that uh the way it is, you can draw witches in, is to put up a sign that says Freemasons, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or candles, three boxes of candles. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little uh, a little meme that came through social media that was, there are, the, all the ten rules of witchcraft, and it was. Number one, there. Number two, are. Number three, no. Number four, rules. And then number ten was mason jar. Yes, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> They are just so handy for well, yeah. so many things. We do everything in mason jars around here. We do and, all kinds of And work. I just keep looking over your shoulder because in that cabinet behind you, in the lower level where you don't see it, it's all mason jars. Is it really? And there's two big boxes of mason jars that I got a deal at at the thrift store. I was looking at them, and the woman said, Would you are you interested in those? And I thought, the answer to that should be no. But instead I said, well, what are you asking for them? She said, I tell you what, I'll give you, I I will give them to you. You pay me $2 a box for the two boxes. And I said, I said, done. I tell you what, I'll give you $5 for both boxes. And so... There in the back room, <laughs> I'll be washing. Find a place for them to live. Well, I've got plans now. we can do some stuff with those mason jars. We used to oh make Lord. grape juice, homemade. Oh grape juice. yes, and there's nothing better. Oh, and put them so in those big ones. Yeah, it was the best. It really was. And you can do tomato, ju- tomato juice we can, in a half gallon one. Yeah, yeah that'd be so. a lot of tomato juice. I wouldn't it, it? 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 would, but we can do it. And you it, can also put your dried stuff in them. Oh yeah, your beans yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. all of that. Absolutely, man. We can. Let's get on some. Mason all the mason jars. Well, I'm I'm doing a big swap out now, which is just silly. I'm swapping out all my narrow mouth mason jars for wide mouth jars. Oh yeah. Because a wide mouth jar you can do anything with. The narrow mouth has a limited limited uses. So I'm swapping them all out now. So I'll be I'll be at the thrift store like, hmm. <laughs> well, those look good. Are they more than a quarter? No, they're a quarter. Well, I believe I could take me about three dollars <laughs> worth of those. And then I get home, and my poor old patient long-suffering husband is like, So, did I see that you were buying more jars? <laughs> yes, sir. You did. Jars or books? Sorry. Jars. Jars. The thing is, you can ferment in a half-gallon mason jars. You can. So, if you wanted to be, do just a little bit of something, a little bit of wine, a little bit of some kind of fermented vegetable, no. easy, easy. Some dandelion wine. Kraut. Cra- you a half-gallon cra- of uh, kraut? Well, oh. if you put in four half-gallon mason jars of kraut, that's two gallons of mason. Uh, two yeah, gallons that's of enough kraut. to eat at one time if not Well, you don't. not necessarily. I mean, it'll keep in the refrigerator, too, you know. True. it will. Not anyway. to mention... All the things you can like deviled eggs and all those man food things that you can put in there. Man food? What are you talking about? Deviled De- or pickled eggs? It's oh, pick Oh yeah, no pickled eggs would be great. Yeah, and have to And pickles, big old pickles, and oh hell yes, we got all kinds of things we can do. With mason oh mason yeah, jars. It's for the herbs. It's all good. Oh, just, God, just oh. mason jars. I love them. I love them. <laughs> and then I collect up glass jars that are not mason jars. The ones that you can't really reseal very mm-hmm. well. And I save those for giving out tinctures and oils and stuff. Because yeah, yeah. I, I don't like to use plastic for that if I'm help. Nope. I don't like to use plastic for anything if I'm help. It has a weird feeling if you get used to not using it, yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm the same way about that stuff. So and you can freeze a mason jar, you can, can boil a mason jar, you can do anything with. I have never frozen a mason jar. Well you can. Are they not brittle? No. I mean aren't you afraid of them breaking? I'm not, because I put a big old quart of very good corn liquor. In the freezer. Because then, you know, it's not going to freeze summer. It won't cause freeze. Because it's got way too much alcohol oh, yeah. in it. Um, <laughs> but, man, you take that out in the summer, take, that is some sipping, cold sipping delight. <laughs> cold sipping delight. So cold. Do you drink tea, cold tea at all? I do, in the yeah. summer. You sip on it? Yeah. I used to have a, about once a month, I would have a Diet Coca-Cola. Oh. But that stuff is so bad. It's like a neurotoxin. Yeah. You know, it's just awful for you. So now instead of that, I just all the time drink cold unsweet tea. Yeah. Cause you know I can't be jacking up my blood sugar and all that stuff. So cold unsweet tea it keeps me wide awake when I'm on the road when I'm I driving. Oh yeah. Well, I'm big on sodas and I'm trying not to drink so many of them. Oh, and I pretty you. much, I pretty much have them at this point but i'm i'm kind of dipping my toe back into the stevia every now and then oh do you like the way that tastes well i don't know it's got a funny metallic aftertaste to me i don't like it yeah i just i wish i could have the best of all the worlds and just eat whatever i wanted to i know me too not have to worry about it but unfortunately i know us White folks who are living in Appalachia and other places no, in America yeah. have had such a shitty diet for so long. Yep. we've yep. grown up on it, and our bodies are not really ready for this crappy food. No. so that's why we have these medical issues that we well, do. We're part of the reason why. And anyway. that good food we ate when we were young came from the generation before where they were out on the farm working hard right and i you know you they can, needed their calories that's right you can get up in the morning and eat biscuits and gravy and sausage and eggs and all that stuff because you're gonna burn off thousands mm-hmm. of calories but we don't do that no we get up and have that big old yummy breakfast over to the cracker barrel <laughs> and then we come sit on our butts looking at a computer screen all day and that is not good i know Tell me all about it. That's I know, true. but I, I'm putting, my, putting my hand in the air. Y'all can't see it, but I'm putting my hand in the air that I'm up in my exercise and I'm just doing it because I'm not getting any kind of exercise and that is bad. And I'm up in my hand in the air that I'm going to start getting my exercise. We'll, we'll vow that for you. Yes, other. we shall. Let's take a road trip. Get some exercise. I would love that. <laughs> Except we're going to be on our butts in the car till we get to wherever we're going. But then we'll walk somewhere to the yeah. restaurant, to the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> no, we're going to do it. Because cause I'm so care. I really am careful about what I eat for the most part. I know you But are. I tell you, this last two months, people dying right and left. And, I, and holidaying. I'm holidaying. And I've been drinking just a little bit too much of my favorite beverages, which oh, is red so- wine and Irish whiskey not together <laughs> separately that uh but I know if I was out if I was out walking 2 or 3 4 5 100 mm-hmm. miles a day mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to worry so much yeah, about I what I eat and drink cuz my body would be hmm working well, it. I think today is the first day I've gotten any energy back, my real energy back since uh the tick bite. Cuz you have been sick. Yeah, You've been sick plenty sick. I, y'all, I got a tick bite in november towards the end of november yeah that's gone to show you how long the ticks are in this area anymore and i have not it's been about six or seven weeks and i'm just am just now starting to feel like a regular human again between the holidays and and deaths in the family and yeah. tick bites yeah. and all that stuff it's just been one of those it has weird been weird winters. i tell it? you what since the first of december it's just been it has been hard it has indeed but i'm feeling pretty good today let's yeah Let's and uh i had my i told you earlier i had my uh, my annual physical today and i just thought i was gonna have to be on my knees to my doctor saying i'm so sorry (laughs) i'm so sorry i'm so sorry he looked at my cholesterol numbers and he said gosh your cholesterol is perfect and i went what and then i said are you Are you kidding? You're kidding me, right? He said, no, 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 it's good. I said, I've done nothing but eat for three solid months, and I've not been eating anything that should have been good for my cholesterol. And he just laughed. He looked over his glasses, and he said, well, it's obviously just genetic then, isn't it? Well, aren't you lucky? That I am so lucky. lucky. I'm very lucky. You're from Sturdy Stock. I'm that mountain woman. Peasants. <laughs> Y'all, thank you so much for hanging out with us. The sun is going down here at Weird Mountain. It is. It's, it's pretty- starting to get cold. Yep. So. We're going to shut some curtains and right. start and get, getting ready for the turn evening. Turn up the heat a little bit. Yep. Make some tea. We'll be all good. Make yep. some soup. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you've got some superstitions, if you've got some stories to tell. We love hearing it. And you got some soup recipes. We can hear those too. Yeah, I can too. handle a good soup recipe. <laughs> Thank you all for being with us. We appreciate you. Talk to you soon. Bye.